no, no, we're not back. Stop. No, no, we're not back. This is take. No, this is chop sweets. Stop, 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 stop. Oh my God. Oh my God. What have I done? Okay. Ted Allen is my Lord and Savior. This is Chapped. My name's Julianne Papalica. I'm your chagrintosis. This is Chapped. I'm an idiot. This is a challenging chat about Chop Champions. I'm your chagrin host, Julianne Papelka. Tonight, we almost had another Chopped Sweets disaster. Because I clicked on it, liking the title. The titular appeal to me, fue muy bien. And uh, butum chow, oh my god, no, it was a Chopped Sweets. So we're in another one. Our Look Me first number one. Um, it's like Michael Ian Black had a mullet and a handlebar mustache but it's also a goatee so there's three nope no goatee that's a bare chin it is michael ian black with a cocaine problem <laughs> it's just regular michael ian black right now oh someday i hope he's my friend and he can be like i don't have a cocaine problem i didn't appreciate that michael ian black if you're listening <laughs> holla at you girl hey shout out to my listeners two unique ip addresses last week that shit is really important to me um our second look me dish makes me want to kill myself because it's s cargo this guy's trying to flex on snails like anybody gives a shit um, he is fairer than the bottom of my foot. Looks like he eats snails. Number three is Holly Rogers. She's making, uh, pasta by hand. Ravioli. Dottilini. Uh, they look very cute. And now she's grating cheese on top. Now what concerns me is that her look me dish is in what appears to be a home kitchen. So I think she is a baker not a maker because uh she doesn't actually work in a kitchen she is a wrestler um like they showed a picture of her in the ring and now we have kyuko kyuku he is don wei kanting hunan wings la zichi this is uh chinese food and it looks amazing he's in the walk he got hot peppers garlic in the wok now he's bringing some pickled cabbage on top kaishipa is it japanese kaishi that sounds japanese now i'm confused though because i saw the z's and the j's and so <laughs> we'll see how wrong i am as the night progresses um very wrong maybe extremely wrong most likely and the baskets are open. And uh, somebody's looking down and is surprised. And out number one is a stack of hamburgers with an egg on top. It's Moco Loco. Hawaiian sensation with rice patties. Hamburger patty on top. Fried egg on top. Served in a sauce of brown gravy. This brown gravy has sliced mushrooms in it. Next we have habanero peppers. Fish jerky. Delish jerky. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. And chocolate covered potato chips. Yeah. Um, I was never one of those salty and sweet people. You know those gross kids that like to dip their french fries in their chocolate milkshakes? You know who I'm talking about. Is it you? Did I offend you? I don't get it. I think it's gross. I like my burgers with my burgers and my milkshakes with my milkshakes. Is that totally heteronormative? Yeah. I just don't like it. I'm not a sweet and savory girl. I don't like sweet. And that's, I guess that's the problem is that like, I just don't like sweet stuff at all. So the, the fact 
The idea of taking a beautiful crispy salty fry, which has nutrients and salt on it, and then defiling it by touching it to ice cream and chocolate is wrong. And if you have something to say about it, call me now. Country code one five three zero four two zero six nine zero nine. That's the chap line. Tell me what you're cooking. Answer these questions. And uh, celebrity chef Scott Conant, a uh, new restaurant concept popping up in town here in Phoenix. Looking forward to it. Mora's getting a revamp now with a co-owner of a group that he co-owns. So he's only partial owner now but the new one is his soul soul vision what's it gonna be i don't know um the private chef i assume the wrestler her hair is purple now but it's grown out which is like oh you're about to be on national television and this is an international audio program so fucking get your hair touched up like yo you are playing for 10 g's you have $30 for a fresh, like, two cups of Manic Panic and some toner. Like, you don't even have to go to the salon. You can DIY because I used to. I don't anymore. Shouts out to Emily doing my hair professionally. Looks like a Kyoko. Kyoko is just coming back from the pantry. He's doing a mushroom congee with spicy fish vinaigrette. Congee is a traditional Chinese dish. So I'm doubling down on my initial thought was this is, he is cooking his specialty is um of the chinese persuasion and uh, this that word really confused me because it, it seemed like a very japanese looking word what was it kaishi taylor is the fair-skinned maiden and i'm not talking about the woman oh that's a diss um he's doing roasted root vegetables he's got ground cumin he's cut carrots in half and then he's taken the half of the carrot so you know when you're a kid okay so we've got the piece of paper we're gonna do it hamburger ways so uh you just fold it in half and then that's half of a carrot and now you're going to cut it and now guess what let's go straight up the middle you're going two times so these are long and thick carrots um one fold two snips um cut the carrot in half cut the carrot down the middle Fish jerky is being rehydrated on the mullet station. Michael Ian uh, Black. Uh, Michael Ian Mullet. Mullet Ian Black. Oh, shit. Give me a fucking writing contract. Somebody, listen to this show. Does your uncle write for PBS? Does your sister mop? Where they record Dexter's Laboratory? Fucking get me in there. Okay, so these little carrots um, look like either long dog dicks or lots of fingers. And I'm talking hot long fingers. No, I take it back. Hot regular length fingers or super hot long dog dicks. Um, In a pan, aggressively sauteing. A lot of heads down. Looks like we've got lumps of meat and rice in a ball on Michael E. Is that Michael E? No. Yes, it is Michael Ian Black. Is he making a fritter? Can I get an L in one hand and a 7 in the other? Because that's one of my top 10 loser dishes. I'm about to get my ass a soundboard so I can start hitting these motherfuckers with some real, real disrespect. Uh, so meat and rice with eggs being mushed together, rolled in breadcrumbs. Southern, punk rock southern country is the woman. I'm going to call her because she's got the 
you know, the punk rock uh, beezy hair, which, I mean, this bitch's hair is pink. And by this bitch, I mean me, your host, the biggest bitch you know, the meanest, the cleanest. She's somewhere in between us, between the meanest and the cleanest. She's slightly dirty, and she's also kind of nice. She's a girl. We're watch balls of rice. I hate that. I hate that Michaeline Black is making rice balls. And are other rice balls coming out? Other fried balls coming out of the fryer right now? Oh my god. This is bad. Okay, we have the habanero peppers and the chocolate peanut butter. No. Strike that. Habanero peppers. Pe- no, it's not peanut butter. I keep wanting to say peanut butter. Habanero peppers. Potato chips with chocolate coating into a pan on Michael Ian Black Station. Taylor has one of those wedding rings that is really, really, really thick. Which is like, okay, I'm a man. I don't wear gold. I'm not a bitch. Also, I do get pussy because... I am married, or maybe I'm married to a man, but, like, somebody's having sex with me because I'm bringing this money home, and, like, look at my wedding ring. Like, he has to have talked about it. They're gonna talk about it. In the confessional, he's gonna talk about this person that he's married to. I don't know their gender, nor do I care, but all I know is that this person's crowning glory is that they have someone that they can call their love slave. Which is really what it comes down to. Like someone you can someone you can pressure to have sex with you and they can't really make you feel that guilty. Oh no. So, um, the punk rock, uh, down country southern country. She has one of those tattoos on her wrist, of course, inside of the wrist. It's the infinity symbol, but like inside of the 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 stroke of the infinity symbol is like what? Like a heart or another smaller infinity symbol. A beautiful dish on the kanji. Um, nice, smooth, round, lovely presentation. A square um, bowl. Two fritters side by side, which means we have at least two chefs that can't fucking cook in the first round. And uh, Michael Ian Black is disappointed. Like, you thought you were going to be original doing a fucking fritter? That's what people who can't cook do. What would I have done for this round? Fried rice. Um, loco arancini with mushroom... Uh, risotto she made it's less of a fritter um, it's more of like there's a, like a meatball inside and then there's a rice coating and then it's fried this woman's uh like face it just goes <laughs> her forehead and her chest are like one flat surface <laughs> it's cruel but it's true very minimal design it is just a rock on like this thing is a solid circle it is as big as your fist and it is a freestanding object on a clean white square plate. It is the color of an orange. It's actually quite interesting structurally. Now we're having pictures of a really big burly tattooed man. Um, is that her husband? Is that some inspiration to her? Does she know this previous chopped contestant? Because it is a chopped contestant they're showing. But we're getting to know a lot of her right now. Now we have beef and mushroom arancini with mole inspired sauce so the exact same thing which is i'm guessing some sort of um italian dish of rice and meat deep fried into this orange ball um arancini uh, obviously a reference to the orange um and it is an orange shape and you know coming out in that shape um mark murphy talking with his hands shaking his head mark murphy very italian very proud of the time that he lived there will start speaking italian if you let him scott connett uh Italian 
uh, concept restaurateur, especially here locally. My favorite, the Mora Italian. Don't get me started on that. Monique um, talking with her hands. She's got the pinchers out. She just picked up a pinch of salt and she's talking with it. And this is tough because Michael Ian Black is smiling right now and they did show just a very, very brief reaction shot of um, the punk rock down country home chef, who is flagging, by the way. She's got the classic paisley bandana on, though it's both blue and green. Um, so, what is that, tie-dye? Um, now we have the area, rep, rep in the area nation, ro roasted root vegetables with chocolate potato chip. What? You just call it a mole because it's got chocolate in it? Mole is just like sauce. It's like salsa. You can't just throw chocolate in it and call it a mole. Um, those things cook for hours and they are rich and savory. So, um, you know, I mean, I obviously I could, oh, but oh, but looks like somebody is liking it. Are they surprised? Are they surprised that someone's so fair? This plate is beautiful. He took a whole leaf of onion and grilled it and it's very purple there's the whole regular size fingers or long size dog dicks he has was it shaved cucumber and cilantro so we do have a lovely rainbow it is in a what is it a, a mint colored circular bowl so it's a aesthetically very oh it's a mint colored circular cream bowl with a beige lip so aesthetically it is very pleasing again you know you try and despise guys that look like that but hey they're bringing the heat so <sighs> <laughs> just like when jake paul fought nate robinson he they're fighting with the pride of the white race on them and um you know just like oh shit okay so next up we have the kanji and is it good is it bad manit is talking about it i guess uh it's tough because architect has a very round face and a jolly look like he has um a kindness and a sternness in his eyes that you know he seems like he has a good spirit that he's taking criticism right now but he's still smiling and laughing you know so is it good news is it bad news we might not know um these contestants you know remind us of that some people are beauty makers because they have faces that only mothers could love they are the man we have a we have a number of men in iron masks tonight and one of them is a woman if you know what i mean the phantom of the opera is uh well he's come off the balcony and he's down in the kitchen and the mask is off and oh, put the mask back on you know there's a reason there's front of the house and back of the house this guy this is not attractive bunch tonight not michael ian black is as close as we can get and he has totally butched it with this crazy mullet mark Mulf mark Mulfy. mark murphy's stifling a smile um perhaps thinking the same thing I was like man look at this look at this fucking bunch um no i mean i'm sure they're all really wonderful people and honestly i'd be grateful for a friendship from anyone you know i try and see the kindness and the greatness in everyone and you know shit i'm not on the show because no one will put me on it put me on please um okay this commercial there is some kissing and like you don't know what people are into so like you see people kissing on tv like whoa what if that's your kink and now suddenly you got to deal with that like i just saw people kissing now i gotta go like you know, fucking jerk it. You know, what are you supposed to do? Times is tough, right? And the close is up. And who's going home? Whoa, it's Michael Ian Black. Interesting. Two orange circles and Michael Ian Black is going home. He was the tallest competitor by a long, long, 
long shot. He's not happy. He is pissed. Manit is explaining it. He did say thank you when he took his final acceptance. He's walking down the corner and he did throw his hands up and like, well, what are you gonna do? His eyebrows went up with his hands too, in case you were wondering. And so, you know, he shrugged it off. He didn't seem like happy about it though. You know, obviously he uh, thought he himself a fine competitor and what are you gonna do? What's next? Some unpleasant reactions. Turbot! First dish, it's a flat fish. Looks like a flounder. Next we have Aramath leaves. Ugh, looks like bitter greens. Pom-pom mushrooms, very cute. And squeezable bacon-flavored cheese. Honestly, strange dish, but those mushrooms, I don't even know what we're doing, but we're slicing them thin. We're crisping them up in butter. Um, the aromath leaves, I think this is a bitter green, so we're gonna cut it, we're gonna cook it down, and then cut it with a lot of acid. The turbot, very thin, very flaky fish. I'm going to do my best to fillet it and just lash fry it in the pan. Just psst, psst, get it as crispy as I can. <sighs> Is that everything? I don't know. I'm gonna make a beautiful restaurant quality deal uh, dish. Oh, oh, the cheese sauce. Well, that's the problem. In, in Italian food, you know, you never put the cheese and the fish together, so you couldn't really go that route. You could go like, what's a creamy fish preparation? Um, and the problem is the mushrooms are so delicate. You don't want this processed cheese to really overpower the delicateness of it. So, I mean, obviously you you make it uh, some kind of sauce, maybe with the cheese, maybe or with the greens. Oh, absolutely, you use regular bacon and um, use that like a lard on. Oh, and somebody's got a slab out. Pan roasted turbot with savory oat porridge and shaved pom-pom mushrooms. Pride of the Aryan Nation is dicing Lardon. Um, he's taking his fish, he's flipping it over and slapping it. He's slicing it very thin. This is translucent. This looks like sashimi. There is more bacon than fish. Bacon flavored cheese looks delicious to me right now. I'm extremely hungry. Um, I do have a Tecate, Tecate 69, because it's 699 for a six pack. And uh, shouts out to Tekashi 69. Snitch game is snitch, snitch gang. <laughs> I don't even know that's actually a real name. Just uh, kind of hear about it secondhand from the man that lives in my house. Pan seared turbot with bacon cheese soubi and aromath and arugula salad from the punk rock down home country chef. This aromath I think is what I accidentally bought at the Chinese grocery store thinking it was purple basil. Can you imagine going through all the trouble to make a basil chicken and finding out that you'd been cooking with a bitter green the entire time, not your favorite aromatic. Um, okay, I'm gonna walk that back though because the the leaves that I bought were the size and shape of basil. These leaves are much bigger, so I would never have made that mistake. But that being said, I did get a bitter green instead of a savory basil, so you know what I'm... Um, wait till you see my basil. That fish is getting overcooked. I don't know whose pan that was, but that shit is fucking gonna be tough. I don't think these things need more than two minutes in the pan. Ugh, seeing that cheese getting squirted into it, it's not so great. Kiel is smiling and shaking his head. He's put the turbot down in a hot pan. We have 10 minutes left. Over a hot exposed flame, uh, the pride of the Aryan nation has put an eggplant. Now he has taken that off of the exposed flame Scrape the skin off and put the eggplant into a blender with the cheese sauce. Now, I'm going to let it be known that that blender does not have a top. Um, now, he's blending it, and here comes the aromath. He is cutting it quickly. 
He's getting those fingers out of the way. <laughs> Careful. Don't let your wife or her husband or a non-binary partner <laughs> see you scratch that wedding ring. <laughs> That's sterling, baby. Chef Q just put the aromath into a pan. The mandolin is out on the prides. We'll just call him the prides station. He has diced the mushrooms very thin, which I think is an incorrect preparation. Someone has has shaved them thin, which I think is the correct preparation. Though really, I'd like to see them about, mm, maybe an eighth inch thick, um, just laid in a, in a nice flat line, just soaking up butter. Brown on one side, brown on the other. Uh-oh. Well, that was crazy. Um, <laughs> and a chapped first is that mid-recording, too many people were on the YouTube TV and, um, well, there's max three people, and um, two of them were in this house, so I had to run to the other side of the house and say, please, please give me just another 20 minutes to chap it up with my friends. My friends from around the world. Hungary, Mexico, mostly America. Ireland won't even disrespect you by trying to try and do an accent. I can't. And that's it. We've taken it down to the minute, and... Um, I think it was a tight one because when we got down to it, uh, people had to throw their stuff down. Oh, once again, Pride of the Aryan Nation has made a beautiful dish on actually a light blue circular bowl this time. Um, now we do have big light blue plates on the down home country punk rock chef, purple haired Petunia. So I wonder if she was like getting inspired by that because it is a really lovely shade of light blue. Um, Robin's egg, if you will, if you're soothed by that if you know what I'm talking about I mean I could go on and on about different shades of blue but that's my other podcast Julianne Papelka lists off every shade of blue um next okay first up we have savory oat porridge and pan roasted turbot it is in a light blue bowl the porridge is brown the turbot is looks like being flaked Mark Murphy is taking his hands and he's got them open palmed and um so start with like a, I don't know open palmed and then take one and flip it upside down so one is up one is down and then go back and forth up and down so like okay right now my my right palm is up and my left palm is down and and then I'm gonna go whoop, now the left is up and left right left right he doesn't know Monique okay she's got the pincers out she's sprinkling imaginary something and we did get a smile out of our contestant Scott Connett said something and and the contestant reacted. Scott Connett talking some more. Contestant smiling and shaking his head. Scott Connett has his hands out in a welcoming gesture. So that's interesting. Next up, we have pan roasted turbot with aromath and pom-pom mushroom cheese sauce from Keo Station. Um, a little messier of a plate this time. It's on a giant black circle. Um, it's all mixed up together. It appears to be good though because Mark Murphy ate the whole plate. He liked the sauce. Mark Murphy was going with his fork and tasting it again. The sauce is yellow with green bits in it. Mark Murphy is making a point by taking his claw hand, pointing it to him, and then shaking it up and down. Uh, the turbot is sliced thin and there's chives on top. The aromath is green and purple, so it's really mixed in, kind of making this bright. Again, I think the presentation is a little bit messy for my taste. I think it could have been a lovely bed of the aromath with the turbot laid on top and then things placed around it with the sauce. I mean, it could be sitting in a bed of that sauce, it sounds like. Pants your turbot with caramelized 
pom pom mushrooms and what appears to be a dry salad. And if there is aromath in that salad, then that's not a salad I want to eat. Um, now a much different shot of the way they are treating the sauce. Scott Connett took the back of his fork, just kind of like tasted it. And this sauce, the viscosity on it was wrong. When he drug his drag, drug, dragged, when his fork went through that sauce, it was like Moses parting the waters. That shit stayed absolutely erect like it's supposed to have some stiffness but it's not supposed to hold its walls like it's supposed to you know move and fill in the space so it's more of a buttercream than a gravy if you know what i mean um looks like the skin on the turbot is soggy and um she seems like she's feeling the heat a little bit um she shook her head in agreement and manit is shaking her head in agreement so whatever's being dished out is um you know seems to be the lay of the land um uh, we did get a sh a sheesh kind of look on our contestant and now they're doing a flashback to the way she was cutting the turbot. I'm guessing she cut it unevenly and did a bad job because we had to remark on it and learn about so much of what she did and definitely this bitch is going home. Don't even question me on that one. We didn't get enough we didn't get anywhere as near as much talking time with anyone. We definitely didn't get a flashback on anybody else's like treatment of the treatment of the protein so <laughs> that's a no question and that's a no brainer. Oh don't even show me these commercials <laughs> kfc yes please hands on the cloche what are we gonna do who's going home light blue plate it's the punk rock down home country chef i could see it from that light blue plate that uh i knew this was uh that was the end of her road um she's taken her final licks mark murthy um is holding an imaginary apple and uh shaking it in the air he's looking at the apple and now he's looking at her and he's shaking it so uh, now we're getting her final confessional and how could she be so stupid is the look that she's given us you know she thought better of herself but you know she's the cheery type so who knows all right final showdown pride of the aryan nation versus a Chinese man. God, I hope so. Koo. Well, I guess I knew a Koo. Jeremy Koo. He was this guy when I was five years old. He tried to kiss me on the playground and I was like, fuck no. And then he made this like big deal where like slid down or he was like climbing on the play structure and he hurt his dick and he was like, I hurt myself like on my dick. I was like, like I give a shit. And, um, he didn't do so well. Like, he went to Berkeley, but then he did have a mental breakdown. Um, he's gay now. I'm a horrible person. Okay, so I don't even know what our basket ingredients are. We have, like, a, a really thin cake. They look like wafers covered in chocolate with, um, sprinkles. Um, something of a hot chocolate, which looks nice. Kyo's talking about it. Is he loving it? I don't know. Um, we have grapes. Green grapes. They look absolutely tantalizing what i would give for a broccoli latte okay so that latte was broccoli raised that's gross um he's making some sort of broccoli latte thing mark murphy's talking about it he doesn't know the broccoli latte is light green it's served in a coffee cup it's frothy it is wholly unappetizing i don't know who's ordering this but it's gross. Broccoli latte pudding with matzo cake crumble and cacao brittle. Okay, so that's a matzo cake is what we saw, which is matzo bread dipped in chocolate, apparently sprinkled with, what are those called? Nonpareils? Those crunchy little circle balls. Like, they don't have any, any reason for them. It's just like they look cute. What is this last thing? It's like a taffy. It, it looks like the inside of like a Charleston shoe 
or it's like white and gummy. Manit's talking about it. Is this some sort of exotic delicacy? I don't know what this thing is. Um, Mark Murphy knew about it. They're white balls. Are cacao nibs part of this basket ingredient? Or are you just like going wild? Honey into a thing with sugar and now corn syrup in a thing with sugar and baking soda into what I assume is also sugar. That's all gone into a mixture that's poured onto a silicone mold. Q's taken a bite of something and it's gotta be what this white stuff is. What is it? Oh, is it cacao? Is it like yogurt covered cacao brittle? Um, He's mixing something in a steel bowl. He's got lemons out. Here comes the sugar and the grapes. Are you gonna candy grapes? No, leave them raw. I would love a grapes. Oh my god. A green grape sorbetto would be divine. I guess chocolate covered raisins is a thing. Ooh, I have cardamom pods and um, what else was that? Not cumin. Something being um, toasted. And now we have this, is that that soup? The vacuum. Somebody's trying to infuse something. So the Pride of the Aryan Nation just um, used the vacuum sealer to infuse some kind of uh, spiced flavor into the grapes. It looks like a crepe is being made on Chef Kyo's station. And he's having trouble getting the crepe off the pan. Um, it's sticking, so the first one is a toss. Uh, let's just hope he's got enough dough to make uh, four more. We've got five minutes left. All right, second crepe going down on the pan on Chef Kyo's station. Uh, not as circular, but it seems to be lifting off a little bit better. Um, hopefully that pan is hot enough that it's cooking, but it's not sticking. We just don't know. It's a chop kitchen. You never know. Entering into our final commercial break. This has been... Um, this has actually been a respectable view, a respectable watch. I um, I don't feel like anyone here was truly undeserving. While I was um, my usual critical of the uh, the fritter in the first round, they, it actually was some sort of like traditional dish. So I gotta give them credit for that for knowing it because two people did it and called it the same thing. All right, and we got a crepe that flipped finally. All right, um, somebody's mixing over on Taylor White Pride's name. He's mixed uh, something chocolatey into a blend. He's sweetening it with, or he's thickening it with xanthan gum. This is really gross looking. It is the color of a protein shake that has been cut with, um, like some sort of like high calorie green, green veggie powder. So it's brown, frothy, but also a little bit green. It's really gross looking. This is getting hard to watch. Um, black circular plates and a little mound of what appears to be dirt going down and then um, some kind of pudding on top. It looks like a pudding, but it's not smooth at all. This is a grainy ass pudding. It doesn't look good. Chef Kyo is tasting whatever he has on the pan. Uh, there goes the crepe. Is it an ice cream that came out of it? It didn't look like an ice cream. The infused grapes are being thrown onto one plate. 10 seconds left. Uh, crumbles going down, uh, five seconds left, crumbles going down, few seconds left, crumbles going down, one second left, squeezes of oranges, zero seconds left. Ted Allen was in Keo's face. He was like, was he, did he trust him that he would put the, put the work down? Um, uh, a very simple crepe. It looks lovely if you like crepes. Um, looks like there's like a, oh, a green grape, like a relish. I did not appreciate the pride of the Aryan Nation smug face just now. I'm sure he looked at, he said something about like the presentation. Like, I think I've got this in that bag. You didn't and you don't. And if I knew what you said, I would probably call hubris. Okay, broccoli latte crepe with cacao mascarpone and sour grape sauce. 
um, is what uh, Q made. And uh, here come the initial bites from the judges. Let's get some reaction shots. Uh, Mark Murphy, first bite was a, a look up and over and um, of the eyebrow, like, hmm, what you doing there? Would you, t you just tell me something interesting? Manit's talking about it right now. Obviously, she's using her hands. Right now, she's got one claw and then one open palm that are going back and forth, up and down. Claw, as always, is facing her. The palm as if to weigh the scale. It's like she's weighing the scales, but one is a claw. Now she's taking her hands, she's placed them down, and she's pressing her chi away from her. She's making repeated pressing motions of the air from her hands. They're coming up and down through her heart, and she's pressing it away. Now Scott Conant's got something to say about it as we get a slow pan across this crepe. The crepe is a triangle. It's been folded. It's on a black circular plate. We have a bright green relish on top of it, and then like a white canal quinal. Please, somebody, as always, tell me. Country code 1, 530-420-6909. Tell me how to pronounce this shit. Um, because I'll forget, broccoli latte pudding with pistachio matzo cake crumble is what's uh, the pride of the Aryan Nation, Taylor. Um, I used to work with a psychopath, and she had a daughter named Taylor. And uh, this daughter was, I would say, a total, totally helpless wreck. Like, I don't know what this kid's doing with her life. And um, the mom's no help, just enabling her. Manit's talking, she's shaking her head in a side to side fashion this pudding is it looks like it's kind of congealed and he did use the xanthan gum so yeah that's exactly what's happened is that it has gelled and it is created a gel hut on top of a small pile of what i assume to be some sort of chocolate dirt Ooh, and now we're getting his story manit accepted it she said oh, okay she uh, she took it as it was and that's it stern faces on the judges table our contestants are dismissed it's time for the final judgment i think keo's got it i don't know though the last dish with the xanthan gum and the whole grapes. I mean, that's weird. If someone prepared for me, like, unless I'm going to a gastropub, if xanthan gum is in my dessert, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm like, man, can't you cook, you know? Couldn't you, couldn't you do a souffle? Couldn't you get this to gel? Now we're going blow by blow. Taylor with the savory oat porridge. He basically made oats twice, which is crazy. This hand-in-hand -hand stuff is what Mark Murphy is talking about. He's got one hand and the other um, motions going on. Whereas Scott Conant has his hands folded politely in his lap. Right now, Manit does as well. She has a huge, beautiful gold ring on. And I wish, cameraman, can we get some more gold uh, ring shots? Um, in case you're wondering, her shirt is purple with kind of like a blue paisley on it. And she looks beautiful. Her earrings are these huge gold plates. It looks like there's a wing design in it. I hope it's not an actual wing design. It's, I hope it's more geometric than a wing, but it's looking like a wing. So it's like a, a square wing. So maybe I like them a lot less now. Um, though that being said, she looks gorgeous. She does have a nose ring. I think I'm just noticing that right now. Uh, Mark Murphy did just make a very funny face where Scott said something and Mark... Oh, opened his eyes really wide and then pursed his lips in and then brought his neck in and kind of like a made like a Kermit the Frog is the only person I know who makes his face where his like lip goes in like the bottom lip goes under the top lip goes down the eyes go open and they go hi ho oh okay hi ho hi hi ho hi ho all right fuck you then Scott all right fuck you all right and the pride of the Aryan nation's going home. Yeah, well, that's what you get for that smug fucking look you gave us earlier. Kyo has been a respectful competitor this whole time. What did you say, Kermi? Kermi, who's going home? The disrespectful one. The disrespectful one, Miss Piggy. He, he thought he had it in the bag, and he laughed. 
Oh, well, that's usually how it happens. They gave us that little tidbit of information. Well, you guys talk about me? No, we're not talking about you, Fozzie. Get back in your cage. Yeah, cat, who let you out? All right, well, that's enough for me. Keo, um, showing absolute respect and poise down to last minute. He's just clapping. You know, everybody's just clapping. Um, a few piss, fist pumps. Um, and now we got two hands in the air, smiles on his face, now hands on the hip. And that's it. It's been a, an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for being here with me. My name is Julianne Bethalka. This has been Chapped. This has been a challenging chat about Chopped Champions. Until next time, no matter what life throws at you, keep on chopping. <laughs>